Wow. Wow. Welcome, everybody, to another Nooner podcast. Thank you, Seattle. Ah, uh, yeah. That was the Warp Tour one. Eh? Is that right? Or what did you call that one, Steve? Weenie Roast? Um, sorry about that. Um, welcome to the Nooner podcast on the Smodco Internet Radio Network. Thank you. It's Radio. a Cassandra show. Hey, Cassandra. Cassandra. How's it going? Cassandra, Cassandra, is this is is this thing on? It's a Cassandra show. Hey, hey, Cassandra! Take it away, Cassandra. And hello, Cass Cardenas. Guys, counter in. Uh, Three, two. And Cassandra, and go. All right. Well, we. I can't. I can't. uh, Is she? She doesn't seem to be here. Marty? No, no, she's. Um, I thought I thought it was your week to watch her. I don't know. She must have gotten loose from what from the bunker. Um, but uh, Godspeed, Godspeed, Cassandra Cardenas. She escaped. I. Uh, that's the only. That's the only conclusion I can derive based on the given evidence. Um, Is that something that we could all do? No, no, you are stuck here for the next two hours. John Sylvain well, is here with I, me, Marty, and then there's Steve Kruger. Oh, thank God Steve's here. Hey, Hi. listeners, you're stuck here for two hours. Two hours. You cannot. That's leave. one of the rules of you, the, this podcast is that you, you have, if once you start listening, you can't stop. Yes, noonerpodcast.com is a thing. Um, you can join us on the <laughs> Twitter. It is? Yeah, Tyson, Tyson's listening in. And Tyson is listening in, and Tyson is listening. Oh, so in. Th- we have uh, three Tysons, or just one Tyson? Tyson is is enough man for th- for three of us. That's fantastic. Yep. Would Thanks, it not Tyson. be more efficient for us to just drive to Tyson's house and then just talk in his front yard? All right, we're going to Arcata. Everybody, cool. pile into Steve's Lesbo mobile. Are you really? Yes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I feel like that's cancelable. 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 Hey, uh, no, I think it's okay to call uh, Subaru's uh, lesbian mobiles. Still, doesn't feel right. Doesn't well, feel right. What about the thirty times you've done it? You're a good judge. Uh, I'm trying to. I, I'm trying to get better. I'm trying to improve. I'm trying to evolve. Ah, you know? good to know. Uh, I, when did I, that start? Uh, about six minutes ago. Oh, yeah, because okay. it wasn't in the email chain where you called John a lazy fuck. Uh, oh, I didn't see. I, well, I, 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 I stand by that. that. I didn't get that one, Marty. Thanks yeah. for letting me know about that. That was just a private conversation between yeah. you and Steve. And I privileged. had no idea. I had no idea that Steve thought I was a lazy fuck. And then he said, "Except that he calls me that all the time." He said, "Fick you to me." <clears throat> Fick you? Yeah. Yeah, spelling. He's a good writer, but he's not good at spelling. No, Ooh. very bad at spelling. No. No good. Um, but uh, how is everyone, speaking of cancel culture, how is everyone's Halloween? Oh. <laughs> Did, like, you know, Halloween, Ours was canceled. Well, Halloween is one of these holidays where everybody just like 
goes crazy. You know, it's like licensed for like crazy people to dress up all sexy like uh, because they have oh. license to. Uh, okay, or Marty, to, to are wear you about an offensive to about something. Go ahead. To, uh, wear yeah. an offensive um, costume. Like uh, I remember, like years ago, there was uh, this um, Christo sculpture. It was like this big sculpture up in the mountains that was these yellow umbrellas, and some someone who went up there got impaled uh, by one of the umbrellas because the wind whipped it up and stabbed him. And, Did he die? Oh yeah, yeah. But then, then people. Oh. <laughs> were wearing yellow umbrellas like through their chest um, uh, at Halloween. I mean, this is whatever twenty five years ago. Um, but it, 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 was, it still hurts. It still hurts. hurts. Still stinks. Still, still timely. Still a timely. I, I, I've copied it every year since then, and everyone's like, "Christo." Uh, yeah, yep. yeah. There's nothing hipper than Christo. Yeah, and. Um, this year there was an uh, there was someone from Real Housewives of Orange County or something. She and her husband dressed up as a traditional cowboy and Indian. Oh no! And she was wearing oh, no. the, the big head headdress. Oh no! No no! And she was, oh she was the Indian. Yes, and and she was celebrating uh, Native American heritage according to the husband's um, Instagram, and he was dressed up as Alec Baldwin. Oh, yeah. So, um, <laughs> is that funny? Wait, he said that, or yeah, you yeah. said he, that? He said that. He said that. Oh, because because Alec Baldwin was, was in a western recently. Yes. Yeah. And there was an was, accident on the set, and yeah. someone was killed. Someone yeah. was killed. Oh, yeah. That's funny. Hilarious. So yeah, I was gonna I was gonna go as the first AD on that movie, where I hand people a gun and go cold gun, and then walk away. Mm. But I thought that was too soon and inappropriate yeah. Yeah, it, it was is, and is there, still is and is there you something? were right yeah and, and so that you were trying to do better for about eight minutes and then i tried it's right back to shitsville yeah so cultural appropriation is off limits but what about bad taste um what's the difference i i well um i don't know if dressing up as a cowboy and saying that you're alec baldwin is cultural appropriation per se hmm that's just bad it's kind of just it's the inability to read the room. This is not the time to make fun of him and that tragedy. But I don't know, a guy getting impaled by an umbrella, that's pretty fucking tight. Yeah. Everything it has to do with Christo is hilarious. And also, so the thing dumb. is, nobody knows the name of that guy except for his family. Um, well, yeah. And yeah. they all listen to this podcast, of course. Yeah, yes. And, they, and they're, they used to be huge Halloween fans. Until about five minutes ago. Uh, until about 25 years ago when uh, mm. that was mm. first a thing. I saw on Reddit a couple, a man and a woman went as Kevin Smith and Silent uh, and uh, Jay. And I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. The lady was Jay. because Gender appropriation. Was, yeah. Eh, eh. Look, I... I when it when all those people get canceled because of that blackface, mm-hmm. I, I feel bad because it's just stupid. It's not racism. It's like a, an a, like a reverb of racism or an echo. Like, yep. oh yeah, they used to do this because we really hated black people, so we'd put shit on our face and act like them. And now mm-hmm. it's we've we we still do that, but politely. And uh, you're gonna put blackface on, but I don't know. It's just dumb. That's not creative. You should, be, you should be shamed for it. I don't know if you should be canceled for it unless you do it every year, you know? Um, 
Justin Trudeau, he weathered um, uh, the that uh, um, him wearing brown face. Uh, Ralph Northam from North Carolina, he weathered sure. blackface. Uh, Ted Danson did all that, but uh, it's stupid for sure. It's just uh, even if it was appropriate and like black people all got together and voted and said, yeah, it's cool. You guys do your thing. Have fun. One day a year. I just, I never liked it. I never thought like, oh, that's cool. You're, what's the, what is the creativity? You're just changing the color of your skin. It's just weird. What about Billy Crystal doing Sammy Davis Jr.? Well, that was fucking Billy Crystal. That that guy can do no wrong. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel (laughs) doing Carl Malone. Jimmy Kimmel doing Carl Malone? Yeah. Well, yeah. Jimmy Kimmel used to be on K Rock here in LA, and he would do a Carl Malone impression, which was pretty goddamn good. Oh, it was on the radio. It was very, yes. very funny. But then yes. he yeah. did and, it on the man. And he was making fun of what a hillbilly Carl Malone is, and how he yeah. liked to eat squirrel. Shooting squirrel. And he's like, "Oh, we're gonna eat squirrel kebab. We're gonna eat squirrel." Like he wasn't making fun of the fact that Carl Malone is an African American and whatever. Like insert racist. Uh, no, the funny thing here. about Carl Malone is that he's a farmer from Arkansas. And he became a, a multi-million millionaire because he is incredibly good at basketball. And then on his off time, he'd go and be a farmer in Arkansas. No, I thought he was a trucker. No, he was. He, he did farming. No. That's well, anyway, I, he liked to eat squirrel, and Jimmy Kimmel know. made fun of it and did a pretty good impression of him. But then when he got on TV, he put on blackface, and he was doing this character and that's technically theater. I don't, John, correct me if you're wrong, if I'm wrong. You're, I'll correct you if you're, if I'm wrong. Yeah. If correct me if anybody's wrong. Okay. But it's just not, I don't know. It didn't bother me. I just doesn't, I don't find it super creative. Like I'm like, oh yeah, you're just putting on a bunch of makeup to make yourself look darker and you're putting on a weird hair thing because you have different hair and you're, I don't know. It's, it always, even before I knew it was cancelable. It felt weak and easy. Sorry about that. <clears throat> Is it the mail sack already? Mm-hmm. Every time, every time, every, every time Steve says weak and easy. Weak and our, easy. Our tone goes off. <laughs> it didn't work. Everybody drink. <laughs> no, sorry. Yeah, uh, I remember the Ted dancing thing because that was. Oh, yeah. Marty, are you getting pinged? Or no, are no, you no, I, was, I was responding to what you were saying. He's pinging himself. Jesus Christ. The Ted Danson thing was at the Hasty Pudding Theater at Harvard. Mm-hmm. And uh, I saw it. I was there as a kid. You know, because he like they come out of the theater and he's in blackface. And, well, I thought uh, it was at the Friars Club when it was for the Whoopi Goldberg roast, I thought. I think he did it again. Oh, no. You know what? At the, uh, the Hasty Pudding, they, it's men dress up as women, which all Ivy League nerds all think that's the, the, the high point of comedy. I'm going to dress up as a gal. Come on. That's right. He dressed up as a woman. I, I apologize. It was the Friars. It just, it doesn't, it's not hard. It's too easy. You think that your uh, offenses should be hard? It's just, it feels like old school, you know, Friars Club roast, a bunch of old comedians smoking and drinking booze. And they're like, mm, let's put blackface on and, or let's just dress up like girls. I, I just it feels like dumb bro humor, uh-huh. and also, which I, I never liked. I mean, given the sensitivity of of the the social climate now, it's like why would you want to? Uh, 
um, uh, you know, that's a, uh, a line that is not worth sort of jumping back and forth across. I, I don't think, but, but, you know, if people want to go for it, you know, if they think it's funny and if they think they're making a statement, then go ahead, see what happens. So I, I, uh, I, I think the only good sketch comedy ever created was Monty Python and then maybe uh, upright citizens brigade, but Monty Python to me are like the, the Shakespeare of sketch comedy. Uh-huh. That's, that's my opinion. What about, and, uh, Kids Bob and, uh, Oh, uh, David yeah. big show. Mr. Big Mr. Not, show. Not a huge Mr. fan. Really? A, a little in love with itself. Uh, some of it was funny. Some of it was like, mm, okay. Yeah. Well, it's really hard to, to beat Monty Python. That's true. And, and so I was going through some old shows and I, a, a sketch that I had completely missed. And it was uh, a bunch of gentlemen and women at the theater. Mm-hmm. And they're all dressed in tuxedos. And sitting next to one of them is, a, uh, is Eric Idle dressed up as a Native American. Paint mm-hmm. on the face. Yeah. Uh, whatever. And the the conceit is is he is like a theater know it all. He's mm-hmm. but he's doing it in the in the voice with the mm heap and all that shit. But he knows everything about theater. He saw Noel Coward's blah 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 and blah blah blah, and it wasn't as good as this. And like, okay, so you wouldn't imagine a Native American knows much about the English theater, and mm-hmm. that's the comedy, and they do it really well. And I'm watching it, going, this is really funny, but it's wrong. Mm-hmm. but it's still really funny. Mm-hmm. And it, it, I found it really perplexing because it really worked. It was like, Oh, that's a good idea. That's funny. Like that's, we're not lowering, we're not punching down to the native American. We're repositioning them into a place in a, in a scene that you would not expect them to be. So and it was, it, but how would you do that now? I mean, this, oh. you could do the same, that same joke of playing with people's expectations, I just don't think you. Well, could. how I would do this now is I would hire a real Native American comedian to do there it. There you go. It's it's the, what what I oh, you you saw my problem. It you was did. Eric Idle doing Indian face or whatever the fuck you know like red face, they, red face. They darkened his skin and you know he changed the way he spoke. But I think that's the problem. Like no, have a have a you know uh, a bunch of Native Americans in Oklahoma on a you know on a reservation. And you think that they're just going to talk about their life and they're you, you zoom in on them and they're hanging outside some crappy house and they just know everything about theater. They're just like theater know-it-alls like, okay, that's funny. That subverts expectations and celebrates people without like having a white guy dress up as someone who he isn't. So I guess I answered my own question. Did you, Woo! did you do anything for Halloween? I saw that. Me? What? Did either of you do anything for Halloween? No, I I, I really like giving out candy, but uh, we ended up going to someone's house and uh, you know pretending we weren't home, which we weren't home. So and, uh, it wasn't yeah, pretending. That's very New Hampshire of you. Let's yeah. go over to the uh, Sullivan's next door, and we'll we'll all shut our lights off, and we'll just uh, exactly we'll hide from this. We uh, that is exactly exactly what we did, and the assumption was that the only reason I like to give out candy was because. Uh, Yogi and I would do that, and that wasn't true at all. Um, and uh, Who, that, that we didn't do that, huh? Who's that you were saying? Oh, Marty, just, just, just never mind. No, nothing. Nobody. So nothing. clever. What? Nothing. But no one will ever know how clever you are because we My can't son. reveal. No. What? Never mind. Uh, all right. What about you, Steve? What did you? It's Shut a joke. It's, it's a joke so inside that people house, inside don't get it. Whose house did you hide it at? <clears throat> Me? 
Did you well, give first, out candy? I, I, I did. What did you I started. I just put on some bat ear thingies. Um, like I don't do a full costume because I'm just you just wear bad. You don't wear any clothes. You, you, That's it. Just just my naked. my my flaccid penis. I grease myself up in Crisco and then I take like a thing of uh, cornflakes and I kind of throw them on me. So they stick on me. So it okay. looks like I have I'm like actual one, shingles. I'm the problem one on this podcast. <laughs> Fuck you, Marty. <laughs> so I uh, my wife returned from working out of town and one of her colleagues had tickets to a football contest. And so we went to that new stadium so here in Los Angeles. I mean, on Halloween, I just stayed at home and handed out candy. It was really great. First time in, in my years at uh, in living in the place I live that, that we actually had trick-or-treaters. And it was really, really fun giving out uh, candy. And, and um, it, it actually was because there are more kids living on this street than, than per usual. Because they were more boring in the past two years and they all grew up really fast because of the time warp. Well, there are a lot of took COVID time warp. Like, there's suddenly more kids. When we moved here, we were the youngest people on the street, and now we're the oldest people on the street because they've all moved away, and now all these hipsters with young kids are moving in, um, and so the whole demographic has has shifted to younger, much younger. So you're the cranky old people. I'm the cranky old. I'm the cranky old person. My wife is tolerant of me. You don't. You don't. Um, really oh, you're your lawn. neighborhood's weird, childless couple. Yeah, yeah. Who gets yeah. really overly excited when the kids come to to uh, trick or treat? Oh, look at you! Have some candy. Yeah. Do they? Do they? Get, the kids get scared by uh, your dogs. I still have tons of candy. No, they're scared of me. Uh, they like the dogs, but the dogs yeah. were all in costume. I'm what sorry. do you think would be more scary? You just showing up normally at the door, or Steve in his costume with the the. Crisco and Crisco and cornflakes. Crisco and cornflakes, which I think is the best costume I've yeah, ever heard of. Yeah, shingles. Um, I was outside with the dogs, and the dogs just sat on the the bottom step, and we just handed out candy. It was really lovely, and mm. basically everyone in the on our street was just sitting outside handing out candy, and yeah, it was it was super cool. What was the best costume you saw? There was a little boy who dressed up as a choo-choo train. And I liked it because it was actually thoughtful and, and interesting, and and it wasn't um, a it wasn't a reference to some like Thomas, you know. It was like uh-huh. just a choo choo train and not not a product. It was thoughtful. In what way was it thoughtful? Did it make you think about uh, the human condition? No, they had little choo choo smoke coming out of it. Uh, sorry, Steve, I interrupted you. You went to no, a, a football contest. Yeah, I went to the new SoFi Stadium to see the Los Angeles Chargers play the New England Patriots. Oh, how was that? It Exciting. was awesome. How was what was the? Tell us everything about the stadium and everything. Where did you sit? Uh, pretty good seats, like a little bit behind the 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 goalpost, but pretty low down. So, and, uh, is it new um, this season? Is this excuse the, me. Is it, is this the first season? It's open. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it was built two years ago, but then the pandemic happened and it remained uh, fallow, I think is the correct term. No, but that's okay. No. It's better, no, it's it's not better than the correct term. No, What's empty the... would be the correct term. <laughs> but fallow is much better. Isn't that they don't plow for one year to, Something like that, to huh? grow a wide receiver? I don't know how it works. It's really um, cool inside, isn't it? It's um, Yeah, it's a beautiful new stadium. They're going to have the Super Bowl there this year. 
Yeah. And it has this wraparound loop screen. Like it's mm-hmm. like a giant U. No, not a U. Like a giant pill shaped like a Tylenol. And there's screens on both sides. So wherever you're sitting, you can see or the screen. A tablet or a caplet. Huh? A caplet? Yeah. I'm trying to get a visual. Uh, like It's like a big circle. And there are screens on the inside of it and the outside. Imagine a Mobius strip that's been demobiused. Uh, oh, you mean okay. like a Tylenol? A Tylenol. Uh, yeah. And uh, my wife, who was born in Southern California and grew up a Rams fan, or and her dad was a Chargers fan, she was wearing Patriots GAC head to toe. Really? Her, her Robert Kraft Air Force Ones. I got her an old school Patriots, like with the, with the dude who's an actual Patriot, with, you know, that old logo they used to have. Oh, yeah. That was so weird. And I went there and... I'm going to say it was 50-50 Chargers v. Patriots fans. Like, sure. I, I could not believe the number of Tom Brady jerseys. He yeah. no longer is a Patriot. Um, I saw a guy in a Doug Flutie jersey. Ah. Like, that's oh, old school. Was he little? So old school. Yeah. Um, and I would see couples. Like, a guy, he's Chargers, and she's Patriots. Like, it, it, it's the weirdest They're experience. They're doing it wrong. L- LA, LA fans don't give a fuck about anything except maybe the Lakers. Yeah, and you just go there and you're like, am I at a home game or an away game? It was. Yeah. There were there were whole packs of dudes because it was also Halloween, so a lot of people were dressed up. They were dressed up as Patriots with the funny yeah. leggings uh, and the, the tri colored the tri cornered hat. And I just thought, man, if you did this in New England, they would just murder you. Yeah. They just, you don't show up in the opposing team's color. Um, Every time I've been to the Dodgers or the Angels watching a Red Sox game, the Red Sox fans outnumber the local fans. Yeah. Well, I went to the World Series a couple of years ago when the Red Sox and the Dodgers ran it. And I just could not believe how many Red Sox fans were there. Yeah. And my wife kept saying, well, everyone from Boston moves here. And I'm like, None of these people are from Boston. They don't. They're not knowing. These are no, just. They're just like a winning team. You could, you could tell because they weren't swearing all the time. Yeah, they they seemed pleasant and nice. They're Giselle Bunchen fans more than yeah, anything. Yeah, I, I I could. Well, no, he's not even a patriot. I know, but but it's that association. It goes that far deep. No, I did see some real New Englanders because they were um, they were the, patri- the guys dressed up as patriots and, and they were they drinking. Sound like? I could hear I couldn't hear them talking, but it was the giant fourteen dollar Bud Lights that they were drinking. I'm like, oh yeah, yeah they're from New England. Yeah, like they have good beer there. Okay, what? what yeah, but wait, the Bud New Englanders Light don't drink beer. It. No, they had good beer, but oh, the I see. They, they... the the mass holes were like, oh, I got to watch my figure. I'm you know I'm about three hundred forty pounds. I got to you know I got to slim down for well. If you're gonna wedding. drink a case of beer, you want to yeah. you know you don't want to drink regular beer. You want to drink light. Yes. So we, we had some delicious beers. The food was meh, but whatever. Okay, but that was a, my next question is how is the, the food? Did they did, did they have it like uh, gussied up to, to sound fancy and look fancy? No, not really. All right. It was like, eh, it's okay. It's fine. Uh, you weren't in the, the skyboxes. Now, well, here's the important question. No, I sat with the garbage people. How was the parking? <sighs> oh, the eternal LA question. Well, now, the actual... No, don't answer that. Don't answer. Oh, you got to get the fast pass. It was it was brilliant. A fast pass or fast track or whatever it is. Fast you, track, yeah. you can go down to the one ten or the one oh five in that special lane. Yeah. Nope. Uh I there was some off site parking. It was easy. Getting out of there was a little bit of a, a jam, but it was fine. You know, uh, the Patriots were gonna win in the last couple of minutes and everyone left. 
And mm-hmm. I fucking hate that. My dad yeah. used to do that at Red Sox games. He'd be like, oh, well, but it was a close a six, game, though. It's a six inning. We should we should get going like, well, it's like you're at a movie and then it's like the third act. And you're like, holy shit, the character is at their lowest level and the battle is soon to come. Mm-hmm. Well, we should we should head out of here. We should get to the parking. It's going to be a real bitch. Like, no, you stay to the fucking end. Absolutely. I mean, and especially we when stayed it's to a the three bitter point end. game, you know, that it's like, that's yeah, it was like it was clear that they weren't going to win. There was a right, couple of right, minutes right. left. You mean was... the Chargers weren't going to win? Yes. Yeah. The Patriots won that game. The Patriots did win that the game. The New England Patriots won that game. Yes. They they, did. they beat the Chargers. Who were they a better team statistically. Who were the better team statistically. Yeah. Welcome have to a better football record. talk on the smart going on. I'm just saying, day. I'm just saying the Patriots fucking won a yeah, fucking it was a good, game. It was a really good game. It was wicked awesome. Yeah. So I enjoyed that. And that sounds because awesome. yeah, it looks really be, cool. I because I am a, a Patriots fan and won so many games and Super Bowls, all I care about is just being entertained. Mm-hmm. So I was the wife was cheering and screaming. Of course, I caught her a couple of times screaming defense. And I said, um, we have the ball, dear. Like, you know, <laughs> she got a little confused. She doesn't, you know, oh, I get, well, I get mixed it up. It is confusing. You know, the, the defense um, attacks. You know, yeah, but you don't want to scream defense when the Patriots have the ball if you're wearing well, the Patriots. I know. I know, but it was she had fun and we screamed uh, a couple of times, but I just don't care anymore if they win because I've seen them win so many times and also win like unbelievable games where they were definitely going to lose. So oh, yeah. I I just go for the theater of it. Like I I love just the not knowing what's going to happen and boy, they're all trying. They're real trying their hardest. Like, oh, that's fun. Yeah. What uh, uh, did they do anything at halftime? Not really. I was kind of surprised. I thought there'd be more, you know, somebody comes out or some kids try and kick a field goal from the 50 yard line for yeah. a million bucks. It was kind of a non-event. Nothing. Nothing. I went, I went and got some more beer. What about mm-hmm. uh, the, the masking and, and distancing? Uh, you need a vaccine card or a recent proof of uh, a negative COVID test to get in. And mm-hmm. it is checked by, a 23 year old kid who's making $11 team. an hour yeah. who just kind of goes, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah, yeah. There was, there was more uh, IDs required to get beer, even though I'm clearly over 21. They're like, I need an ID. Am I real? I'm, I just recently well, got it. Your, with your skin, you know, your skin is your, your glow. You know? I do it. Yeah, I know. But it's the, 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 the white, uh, not a lot of 21 year olds with as much gray hair as I have. <laughs> Oh yeah, I uh, you know I just got real freaked out when I was twenty, and I got I got a streak of gray like you know the Bride of Frankenstein. I don't know what to tell you. I'm twenty one. Yeah. Um. So a kid kind of looks at your thing and goes, uh huh, all right, you're in there. So it's not you know rigorous. I know the the right wing would like us to think that it's the 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 Fourth Reich or whatever the Gestapo, and they're just kind of like you got a thing that says you got a thing, and you're like I do, and they're like great, you're in here. All right, let's go. Let's. Um, and you're supposed to wear masks when you're in there. And as soon as you get in, everyone just takes their mask off. Did you? Yeah. You wore your mask for for like ten minutes, and then I was like, "What am I doing? Why we're basically outdoors, and everyone is allegedly vaccinated?" And I don't. Uh, yeah. Is this is this still going on? It, it is. It is. Um, so guys- I wore a mask when I would go order beers because it said no mask, no service, and of course they served anyone. 
with or without a mask. So I just don't want to endlessly have this conversation of, did they have a mask? Were they wearing a mask? We're all going to die. Maybe some of us sooner due to COVID. You were the asshole who said to me, like, wear a fucking mask. Look out for your fellow person. And that was then. This is now. Okay. Okay. No longer cares about looking out for the fellow (laughs) person. Yeah. I have seen the people. I have seen what people have done with me caring about them, and fuck everyone. Everyone should fucking die. Did you guys get your booster yet? Uh, No, I was supposed to get it Friday, but I had to work Saturday, and I did not want to be ill. For uh, that day of work, so I I yeah. punted. Um, Lance Mountain got extremely sick from, um, or not sick, but she had very strong side effects from her her booster. Um, correct. I mean, to be fair to her, she gets sick when there's like a breeze. Right. Yeah, she's very weak. Um, yeah. Have you gotten a booster, Marty? No, I'm I'm gonna I'm aiming for this Friday. Yep. Yeah, I uh, haven't gotten mine yet. No. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm just wanting to get it over with and move on so I can go maskless to, to SoFi Stadium so I can watch a game. Um, yeah. I, I While I was sitting there, I thought, wow, the Red Hot Chili Peppers are going to put out a new album that no one wants to hear. And they're going to perform in this giant football stadium. And you're going to look down and see a little tiny flea jumping around. Little beep, 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 beep. Oh, you- and you then you have to look. I saw I saw them when I was fifteen in a in a very tiny uh, venue, and there was still a tiny little flea on stage. He's still very small. Yeah, no, he hasn't no. grown up. And but I I'm, thought, yeah, I don't think I want to see the Red Hot Chili Peppers here. I think this is this is too big. They are really going to play in a state. This Red Hot Chili Peppers are going to play in a stadium. SoFi Stadium for the Super Bowl. No, no, they're performing oh, they're there. Perform- as, perf- as, they're, oh, they're performing, okay. and there's nobody else with them. Uh, back in Thundercat, I the last time I lo- listened to them was probably in when I was 15. And now you know who loves them? My mother. That's Aww. that's how you know the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she asked for an, one of their albums uh, for two Christmases in a row. They have literally been around forever. At least, uh, however old I am, minus 15 years. Yeah, I, I definitely... heard about them when I was 20. That was a very long time ago. Yeah. Yeah, I saw them with the, the, the guitarist that died, and that was the era of them coming out for the encore with socks over their dicks and yep. nothing else. And I was like, wow, this is cool. All right. They, they're doing some weird and shit got, out there in LA. Yeah, if, you put, if they put Crisco on themselves and Corn yeah. Corn you're bikes. halfway you're halfway there i think i see i really think you tapped into like this fetish that that uh, john has about it's it. a very so? new hampshire thing oh yeah uh, crisco they, and they love crisco likes. and they love cornflakes c and c is what they call it uh yeah it's uh, not, but i uh, but yeah. i saw them they they were probably early 20s you know just like this band exploding with excitement and funkiness and like a new sound and now they got to be like late 50s and to see them jump around a stage at a football arena, I don't know. Yeah, no. Nice I certainly don't want to see it. Uh, you know, rock out with their cock out at this point. That would no. be really not uh, something you want to see. Look, Iggy Pop was doing shows. It's still doing shows in leather pants and shirtless. And Iggy Pop is from another planet. All right, fair enough. He, he looked a certain kind of horrible when he was 20 that he continues to look. As he's 70, it's okay 
and at the same time not okay for Iggy Pop to have his shirt off. It, it's very, it's just like it's the origin of punk rock, you know, Iggy Pop. Is it? Pretty much. I mean, you know, you could say the Ramones, New York Dolls. I have a very soft spot in my heart for the New York Dolls because they had a rhythm guitarist named John Sylvain. 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 Oh, no, just oh right. Yeah, that's right. He just yeah, I just, I just watched a documentary on like the history of punk and I realized, yeah, I don't like the Ramones. Oh, that's too bad. I mean, like, I like that album that everyone, you know, in the songs. Which one? You, listen, you know, whatever. The, they're all the fucking same. They're all three chords. They sound exactly the same. Yeah. I, I saw them when I was young and I was like, didn't, didn't, didn't they just play that song? Oh, no, I guess it's a different song. Mm-hmm. I, I, like I get it, but as time has passed, I'm like, eh, not, not never. I'm never going to listen to the Ramones again. It was important in the time, and the branding, and the energy, and it was but more of an attitude and a t-shirt selling outfit than it was a musical thing for me, at least. I know some people love, but I mean, them. like all the classic songs are great. But today, I listen to the girl from Ipanema. Churches. She put out like a Halloween playlist on Spotify and she put on that Pet Cemetery song that the Ramones did for the Stephen King movie in the 80s. And it is horrible. I'm like, oh, yeah, at least the Sex Pistols like put out one album. It's very good, at least by punk standards and then imploded. But the Ramones kept going for like 40 more years and it just got worse and worse and worse. And like, yeah, there's better bands from that era, I think than the Ramones. I had a weird experience where I saw Joey Ramone on um, David Letterman, I think it was. Oh, I thought and you were going to say Howard Stern. I was like, no, no. Let's and play the, old, let's old guy reference bingo. Is it Howard Stern, David Letterman, no, David Frost? That he was, he was, uh, at Tom the time, Snyder. he was old. He died like two years later. And, and the thing was, you, you couldn't quite see him. Like he had this persona that that sort of obscured him. He had his hair and his glasses that he always wore and his leather jacket. And you could sort of say, oh, that's Joey Ramone, the lead singer of the, the Ramones. And then every once in a while, something would happen and you would notice that he was like a really old, very unhealthy man that had really long, dark hair. <laughs> and you could like see that his chin was like a bullfrog's chin. And, and he was really just in a really hideously old, really sickly person. And then it would snap back and, oh, that's Joey Ramone, the, the lead singer of the Ramones. He's cool. And he's always sort of looked the same. Oh, my God. Holy shit. That's an old, old troll-like monster. Oh, oh no, it's, it's Joey Ramone. Yeah, they just... I think I, I might have... I, I don't know. Stoned. They were like... I mean, whatever. Rocket to Russia. Yeah, it's good. Like, it's an important album that took people from one era into what we now know as punk and mm-hmm. hardcore and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. I don't know. Just never had a second act and was always like, are they brothers? No, they're not brothers. Why do they all dress the same? I don't know. You know, cause they love the fifties and all that stuff. And then I listened to the music and I'm like, yeah, it's just sped up fifties garage rock. Like that's it. Like it's not, the lyrics are fucking stupid. Yeah. I mean, just like, like you, like you just said, the New York dolls, like way more interesting, mm-hmm. way more dynamic. Like, wow. Like, glam but punk and mm-hmm. like it's like the rolling stones but like they actually took the drugs they sang about and they also have There's, a sense of humor that comes through uh, in yeah the there was just they seem like was smart just like, people instead of sort of like 
dumbasses with four guys idea. from Brooklyn who like or four guys from Queens that like pizza. Mm-hmm. That was their thing. Like they like pizza. Like uh, okay, that's that's cool. Pizza's cool. Mm-hmm. But wh- what else you got? Uh, 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 like obviously, like the Clash, way more dynamic, way more. Political. Oh my god, Clash is you know, amazing. You know, like really important. Like I still can listen to the Clash, and I'm like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. They were talking about this then, yeah, and like, wow, they were like into rap before rap was into rap. Like, mm-hmm. wow, this is cool. And even I, I, I keep going back to the Damned and just oh, yeah. the, the musicality and the humor and the sort of this guy looks like a vampire and this guy is always got like a blue sweater with bright pink hair. Like it was just crazy visuals. Mm-hmm. And then I go back to the Ramones and I'm like. Yeah, that's what New York dudes looked like in the uh, late seventies. They looked like. Yeah, well, the, but you know, you, you just you just got to hand it to the Ramones, nineteen seventy five, right, or nineteen seventy four. You know, they they just sort of had a thing. It was a new. It was a new thing. It was one idea. Yeah, it was a really powerful idea, but it was one idea, and they didn't have another idea, and that's it. Yes. It was a really powerful idea. Yeah, I, I don't discount them, and I don't like people like them. Like, yeah, great, yeah, yeah, rock. Rock and Roll High School and Sheena's a punk rocker. And, you know, uh, uh, I want to be I like? sedated. I want to be sedated is their best song. It is. And then, you know, you listen, to, you, it just kept going. And you're like, what are they doing? Why is there another Ramones record? What, what is the, what happened? You know, there was just nowhere to go. They were kind of a gimmick, which I, like, if you go back, oh, that'd be a good show. You go back in time and the Ramones broke up after one record and the Sex Pistols kept going. <laughs> And imagine how bad they would have gotten. <laughs> they would have become public image limited, which is unlistenable. <laughs> so yeah, so what, uh, it's I have okay. Here's here's the movie. It's called uh, Sedated, right? And a guy wakes up from a coma, and he's the only person on Earth who remembers the Ramones, and he he recreates the Ramones music, and nobody cares. Yeah, every people are like, eh, it's kind yeah, of been done. Yeah, what? Yeah. It sounds like noise to me. <laughs> What band has been good at album eight? Album eight? Yeah, their eighth album. Well, this is for this is I'm sending this out to the ether. Anybody listening, just uh, email us in and um, yeah, chime in. Do you mean good as a band or they, their eighth album is good? Yes. Great. Thanks for well, clarifying. Yeah, I, I would say, uh, um, I think the Rolling Stones have been up and down, but I think uh, if I would guess that their eighth album was probably uh, somewhere in the the late 80s. 70s and is really yeah. fucking good. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Which right. one is it? Do you have any idea? Are you looking um, it up? Uh, Bitches Brew. Um, sure, you just made that up. I totally did. That's not even a Rolling Stones album. Uh, um, let's see. Who else might be really good at album eight? Um I can tell you that the the Who had like three good albums and uh, four a lot terrible of ones, and then um, so we're not the Who. Um, I don't know. I don't know uh, about. Let's see. Has wow. have Coldplay put out eight albums yet? God, no. I mean, <laughs> yes, they put out like seventeen albums. And they all have exactly the same song, beep, and they all suck. Oh my god! I feel like I always feel like I'm on hold when I'm listening to them. Like, is someone gonna pick? Oh wait, I'm listening to a song. Oh yeah, yeah. The studio albums that the Rolling Stones put out, like 
a lot of them, the first ones were like just like their singles sort of repackaged. So it's a little bit hard to, to, um, what uh, was the eighth Beatles album? Well, but uh, their majesty, their satanic majesty's request was probably might have been their eighth or Beggar's Banquet, both great albums. And then after yeah. that was Let It Bleed. So, yes, yeah. they had, I bet you, I bet you, uh, I bet you Sergeant Pepper was the Beatles' eighth album. Uh, well, I can't, I don't know. We'll never know. I don't we'll know. Never how to look know. It up. No, we we'll never, I, I just don't know how to look it up. Um, I have never see. enjoyed a Rolling Stones album. I think they're, really? uh, have yeah. you listened to one? I've tried. And then all of a sudden there's like a country cover or yeah. there's like 15 blues. So once I hear yeah. a harmonica, I'm like, I, I can't hang with you. It's the mm. accordion to certain people's um uh, ears I, I they just tense up when they hear an accordion when i hear a harmonica i am let it not, bleed I'm, let it bleed was there um is a great great album um like beginning to end uh sergeant peppers was the eighth beatles album it was That's a good one good call john very good thank call. you very much lucky oh. lucky sort but, of ish but these days like they I put out two two albums a year pretty much but it it is so difficult to for a band to like retain what their essence is and at the same time be interesting and and you know provide variation in their whatever as as they go on to their second and third decade of of creating music you know whose eighth album i'm sure would make me want to tear my eyes out but some people might think it's genius is you two i love the first album and that's about it I love boy. You can listen to that. Wait, wait which time. band? You two. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Joshua Tree or it was Zoo. What was it? Zoo. Zoolander. I think it's called. You you mean um, Zootopia? Yeah, no, Zootopia. Zootopia. Name of a. Is that Zootopia? Wait. Is now you've confused me. Is that Zoopolis. an animated movie or is that an album by you two? Yes. It's boy um, animated movie or album by you two boy. Um, New senior, Year's Day, senior, Utopia. Senior Smoke says that King Crimson is still good around album ten. That I don't a, believe any of that. Yeah. I, I've never heard a King King Crimson song that didn't want me to want me uh, didn't leave me wanting to kill myself. I'm I actually I am not I am a fan of of King Crimson. So oh, senior that Smoke, makes one of us. Yeah, um, I love um, Three of a Perfect Pair. That's a great album. Um, and then their early stuff people like but i don't have the patience to listen to uh, and tyson says that uh, have you ever heard the album the globe from uh, big audio dynamite 2 uh, that's so funny i was just thinking about big audio dynamite i love that song it's good yeah um it's a very good album rhythm and melody rhythm and, and melody. melody yeah and then he's a big fan of the chemical brothers who have nine albums out? Yeah, I, I think it's just. Can I, can even they tell them apart? Aren't they twins? No, who knows? <laughs> I chemical, oh, chemical Brothers all kind of sound the same. I know what you meant. I know what you meant. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I I just think um, like that's why the Rolling Stones and the Beatles are who they are because they they maintained identity and still had creativity in. Um, as they went on, and I, I don't think I could say the same for um, the Eagles, <laughs> the, Eagles. Oh. the band, or the the Deus Ex Machina in Lord of the Rings. 
Both of them can right. go fuck themselves. Yes. Yeah, you're right, John. Zeropa is U2's eighth album. And I wow, think it's their, I'm really good their, at that. I think it's their best album. I really... They're, they're, that's, that one big that's, single okay. is really cool uh, from it, but I'm not a fan of the album. So I found this article that's actually uh, eighth albums. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Dark Side of the Moon is nice. the Pink, Pink Floyd's eighth album. Okay. That's a good one, yeah. Which is... Is that's a actually uh, that's a really good album. I don't really like Pink Floyd that much. I don't either, and that's that one. I still could like. All right, this Hello. is good. I like what they're doing. Yeah, Automatic for the People was REM's uh, eighth oh, yeah. album. Nope, not a fan. Absolute pure trash. I like the first three. Uh, Disintegration was the Cure's eighth album. That's no, crazy. they have better ones. No, that's I don't wrong. Even know what and Let It Lead and uh, Sergeant Pepper we already talked about. Yeah. Oh, oh do you want to know what Depeche Mode's eighth album? Uh, One hundred and one. No, it's songs of faith and devotion. Oh yeah, I I they're kind I, of I hate album. that title. I don't like them. I don't want to hear about them. I'm Your sorry that guy's a drug addict. Person, go, go away. Jesus. The only one. The out, only one we out. haven't talked about, by the way, is uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers tape oh. album. And then um, there's a reason. And what about Radiohead? Radiohead's not. Oh yeah, it's a good here. one. Uh, craft. Have they put? Is, uh, wait, wait, let me let me guess it because I'm a craft I'm a crafty head. Of course their, you are. Their their eighth album <laughs> yeah. is uh, Tour de France. No, it's is that really a Kraftwerk album? Yeah, it's uh, Computer World. Oh yeah, that is a good one. If you say so. <laughs> They're awesome. What are you talking? Shut up. What I I was just laughing at something. Kraftwerk else. is was, awesome. They are. I was, awesome. I was okay. laughing at some Reddit. I have yes. listened to Kraftwerk. More recently than any Ramones album, they they are insanely influential on electronic music and rap. Like if you want to go back to like the Big Bang, where it all started in 1972, a bunch of fucking gangly looking germ. Shut the fuck up, Marty. I will come over there. Okay, I'm gonna start talking about the Grateful Dead, and it's gonna get ugly. <laughs> <laughs> they played at the Hollywood Bowl this weekend. No, the the Grateful Dead have broken up. Uh, a played, cover band yeah, called Yeah the Dead and Co. Dead and Company. Yeah, with John Mayer. Yeah, um, yes, my yeah. Uh, Demi Lovato is about to put out her eighth album. Oh, hooray! Uh, it, the King <laughs> of Limbs was the was the, the, uh, Radiohead's eighth album. And I don't know if I've listened to that all the way through. In Rainbows was their their seventh, which is a great album. And uh, yeah, they've done great stuff. Wait, what's their eighth album again? Uh, King of the King of Limbs. That's my favorite album by them. Oh, nice. And people are like, it's too experimental. It's too electronic. I I don't like their early stuff. Oh, and I'm not know. a huge fan of OK Computer, where people are like, that's that's like well, their you're best album. Too cool for school, Steve. No, I just yeah, like what no, I like. No, no, no. Uh, the Grateful Dead, if you don't count the live albums, which every other album was a live album, their eighth studio album is Blues for Allah, and that's a masterpiece. So I think this this is uh, okay. So what are you talking about? Eighth album is the is that is the the determining the, the ter- determinant of, of greatness. Now, what is Rush's eighth album? That's where that's where uh, you know. I don't know. Um, uh, 21, 20, 20, 20, 20, 21, 12. Yeah, like simple that. English. Um, studio yeah. albums by Rush. Oh dear. Okay, the first one was Rush, Fly by Night, Caress of Fly Steel, two one one two, which or uh, twenty one twelve, as we say in, in the Russia Russia sphere. <laughs> That's the that was that was the the big one, right? Yeah, that was, that was the one breakout. That, yeah, yeah, and then uh, subdivisions in the bathroom halls. 
Uh, yeah, it's, it's eighth a, album. Oh, their eighth album was Moving Pictures. That, oh, see, that's their big one. All right. That is their big one. Yeah, that's got Tom Sawyer and all that shit. Yeah, and oh. Subdivisions. No, that was the next one. No, it was the next album. Limelight. Oh, my God. What a horrible, weird song. Living in, in the, the limelight, the universal feet, those think and feel. those think and feel. Oh, now we have to pay them. <laughs> Thanks, John. Oh. Uh, yeah, uh, Les Claypool and what, what, uh, Primus, they just, two weeks ago, they played uh, Rush, uh, one of their albums, one of their more obscure albums up in, that they're touring with that right now. So, God almighty, why I, don't they I, just stick uh, needles in my eyes? I will miss that. Or ears. Yeah, uh, I, would, I would see that. I would like to see Les Claypool play, you know? Yeah, I'd be into that. Yeah. Uh, so, did... Um, uh, what was I going to say? Um, how do you guys? So after I left the football game, oh, yeah, I yeah. raced home and how our many... neighborhood. Were people chanting, let's go Brandon at the stadium? Oh, the anti. Um... Who's the fucking president? Uh, is, Tr- is Trump Bra- president? Brandon. Wait, no. Joe Brandon Trump's... is his name. Trump junior president? Is Don junior president? No, it's Joe Brandon is his name. Uh, no, no, no one cares. That that's so. That, so if you don't know what we're talking about at a, a NASCAR event, there were people were chanting uh, "fuck Joe Biden, fuck Joe Biden," and mm. the commentator on the on the floor there was like, "Oh, I think they're they're saying they're chanting let's go Brandon, let's go Brandon,' and that became that is now the the meme, the dog whistle for fuck Joe Biden or the the code." So Great. there are T-shirts out well, that's, there. Well, that's definitely going to that's going to solve global warming. Thanks yeah. a lot, everybody. Yep. Thanks, thanks for helping. Thanks for pitching in. There are banners out there, and uh, there was a, a Southwest Airlines uh, pilot who said that. Let's go, Brandon, mm. on on his um, whatever little speech thing. Uh, people are really excited to say "fuck Joe Biden." Sure, when. Speaking of fucking Joe Biden, it looks like uh, the Republican uh, Glenn Youngkin has won. Oh, in Virginia. In Virginia, or at least he's uh, he's ahead with ninety six percent of expected vote in. Fantastic. Yeah. How did Kanye do? Ka- uh, Kanye did great. He did, is, he, he, is he running for governor of Virginia no, as he's, well? He's still doing very well. Okay, good. Yeah. Thank God. Donda. 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 Yeah. That was his debate. I, I just, I, I hate board. how like life has now become for some, these just states I'm never going to go to where you're just pinned to the media. Like, is this Republican going to win? Because if he does, oh, it's this over sets the stage for the rest of the country. Yeah. Because then when so that goes happens, Virginia, so goes, and the then they're going to, Trump's going to come back and he's going to bring Roger Stone and fucking Alice Cooper, and they're all going to play golf on the fucking <laughs> the Lincoln Ed Memorial. He's going to get the presidential medal. Is going to fucking he's going to airlift himself into China, and he's going to punch President Xi in the face in Tiananmen Square and take a dump on Mao's. Like it's all just everything is all hinging on like a state. I'm like, where's Virginia again? Is that near West Virginia? It know. is. It's just east of West Virginia, in case you were wondering. So why don't they call it East Virginia? I don't they should well, rebrand like Facebook. Hey, Virginia, we're changing things up it, a little bit. Would it we're be now easier known as to, East Virginia. Would you find if it was East Virginia? 
hey, California, we've had a good run, but now we're going to be called West Nevada. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. I, I just have to change some license plates. Hey, New Hampshire, we're a piece of shit stickers. that doesn't charge taxes and lets you live free or die. Fireworks for everybody. We've had a good run, but we want to soften our image and make ourselves a little more friendly to that tech East, community down there East just Vermont? south of us. So now we're known as Meta. North Massachusetts. North Mass. North Mass. North Mass. They changed the, uh, they changed the name to Meta. New Hampshire did the branding. <laughs> oh issue. yeah, so yeah, so Facebook is now suing. I'm sorry, Meta is now suing New Hampshire because they have uh, they had Meta first. Um, yeah, you know how much money they can get out of New Hampshire? Um, they so, sue. They sue for the entire all all the treasury of New Hampshire. They took took it all and they took fifteen dollars and seventy five cents. But but a handful of bottle rockets and some black flies too. All of New Hampshire will just move to uh, Maine and just hide there, like all the the uh, divorced dads who don't pay their alimony or child yeah. support. So at the it's end of last the week, the way it is anyway. Yeah. At the end of last week, Facebook, which is was faced with or still is facing um, all these whistleblower accounts of that they were with. I'm sorry, what are they facing? Uh, whistleblower whistleblower accounts, accounts of uh, that they were withholding research that the, their uh, platform harms people. So they're facing criminal or civil charges. No, they're no. They're, they're they're just facing people, people saying don't like them. Yeah, well, I mean, no one likes them. They're deciding but... what to do. They don't know what to do yet uh, because Congress is full of old people who don't understand the internet or young people who are owned by Facebook. Yes, yes. And uh but anyhow, uh, they're facing all this a lot of very very damning and compelling evidence that they have um like withheld re research that shows that their platform is pretty damaging to society. They spread um they willingly spread misinformation. Um and I didn't realize John that how, what an influence like how big an influence they are overseas more so than in the US. Mm -hmm. And in, because people don't have uh, overseas in places like Myanmar and um you know very much more poor countries Facebook subsidizes basically like access to phones. So mm -hmm. and th this is where a lot of people have access to the Internet is on their phones through Facebook. Facebook mm -hmm. controls the they control the, the information ways mm -hmm. uh, channels. And so they get to, you know, if they know that uh, misinformation is getting a lot of clicks and, and that they can sell advertising on, then they are, that, in, you know, inflates their bottom dollar. So they there's no incentive for them to to uh curb that behavior right and but and now this except maybe that they want to live in a better world but they don't give a fuck no no and and yeah mark zuckerberg has this weird sociopathic sort of like thing of like well it's just information i'm just um we're just a planet. no well he's just has to justify uh their unjustifiable positions that's his job right and the thing is is that um to their defense kind of um you know they they have uh, they have apparently a fiduciary and um, legal obligation to, to lie and withhold make evidence. money as much money as no, they that's fair for this share. That's not fair. It's, no. I don't think that's even true. Um, but I have to just want to say, you know, so when they went down for like a day, 
one of the one of the things that we that we didn't people here are like, oh, I don't know if, what, if people like my latest post. And meanwhile, people like in Kenya and India, their entire businesses couldn't operate because right. um, business WhatsApp relies was down. so heavily on. Yeah. But um, no, I mean, they do have a responsibility to their shareholders as well as their employees and as well as their customers. I think it's, it's a multi-layered thing, but they... Multi-layered shit cake, I think, is what you're looking for. Yeah, multi-layered shit cake thing. I, I don't like. It's the use, technical term. I don't like to use such hard, uh, you know, coarse language. Um, I mean, fuck that. Fuck you. What? Uh, but um, yeah, Jesus so Christ. like they, but they did withhold. Well, apparently they withheld uh, a lot of research that they did internally uh, that showed that they that they were promoting bad actors and and. Um, for the sake of the, their bottom line. And that, I think, is is a chargeable offense. I don't know the law well enough to say what law they broke, but... Well, it, so why are you... Uh, I'm not defending them. I, I don't own any more Facebook stock. I don't. I have canceled and deleted my Facebook account. But why are you saying, as a bleeding heart liberal, that you think it's a, an, a, a chargeable offense when you don't know, when you don't know the law, like you don't understand? Uh, well, no, I just think it's morally... Um, I well, think, um, capitalism is morally is morally corrupt. Well, no, I think that lying yes? to Congress is is a criminal offense, which they, it, from what I've seen, is what they did uh, when they said that. But what if we did a study about this podcast that is it is harmful to Canadians and uh, who else listens? No, we, Some we, guy in no, Finland. No, we we killed off all the Canadians. Okay, so if this was if if we did some internal research, what and you, I don't know what your point is. Go ahead. Go I, ahead. I'm gonna land it. I promise, or I'll, I'll stop talking. And oh, you're not. Oh, I see. <laughs> oh, you're, that was clever. Oh, I see. So you're not gonna land it. <laughs> I'm not gonna land it. I thought it through and I went, eh, no, it's there's nothing there. Yeah, I I think I, I don't know the law. I, I am not a lawyer, and so I don't know if doing research within your company and not releasing it to the public is breaks the law. Like I don't, I just don't know that. Like I'm no, no, I, and that's why I said I don't know the law, but I do know uh, that from what everything I've read, they lied to Congress, and and that is problematic. Well, so does. So did Donald Trump every day. He said things that weren't true, but but he's he wasn't not... under oath during these things. He wasn't like. Oh, you're talking about like when they were testifying. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. yes that's uh, uh, not treason. What's the other word? Um, Contempt. Yeah, or, or I, yeah, perjury. I don't know what the like. I said, so what's I the solution? Why. If you if you had the the if you were King Cretius of Turkey, you know him. You know the story, uh, and yeah. you could do anything. Wait, what? what would you do? What? What would you you went do, to Bobby? Yale. What would you do? You were in complete control. I, you, you know do? what? I think that there is a lot of evidence that shows that uh, there is a lot me. of negative effect on teenagers and young people when yes. they are exposed. Okay. But what would to, you do? What, what excuse me. Let do, me finish like, my fucking. Like oh, I'm setting it up. There's okay. a lot of evidence that shows that it's really harmful to teenagers. So what did we do when kill the teenagers? What did we do when no. cigarettes were uh, teenagers were smoking cigarettes? What did we do when um, when like uh, we made them fruit flavored? When fourteen year olds we were pivoted driving to vaping. Cards. What did we do <laughs> when eighteen year olds were drinking and driving? 
we raised that we put in age restrictions on these behaviors. Mm. So, and interestingly enough, like teen deaths from drunk driving went down. Teen, like um, health issues from smoking went down. So I don't see why this would be any different except it's digital. And so like, therefore, what, what harder to regulate. Do, yeah, it's what also harms speech. do ones and zeros do? Uh, and well, we, we restrict speech to with children all the time, so I, I don't have a problem with that. So, um, mm. so what would you do? I would restrict it by age. Did you not hear, hear what I just said? No, was, you didn't it, actually say that. Yeah, you didn't actually say that. You just went, you went around that. We we're hoping you would actually say right, that. Well, that, that's what I'm saying. But, okay, so here's the thing this is what they're actually doing. What, what Facebook is doing is basically saying, begging for the government to please come in and restrict us they're every time they're saying no they we keep, want they keep we, saying we don't that, know but they don't mean it no they i think they, they actually do the back no i don't they, i don't believe that well you just if you were in charge you would restrict them yeah we, we we the question was asked in such a way that um we were asking you what would you do if you were in charge of facebook and you said i would uh make it illegal for uh young people to access facebook which is a government thing and so the, the problem that Facebook has, right, is that they if they if they start to do things that will reduce their profitability, then they will be in a world of shit with a whole bunch of activist shareholders suing them. Right. That's the that's the the uh, uh, thing that they're that's underlying a lot of um, the tech tech sort of not taking the actions that's needed. They just sort of. They will, oh, and then they yeah, have to go to Congress. The, the say, reason that's a bullshit excuse is up until a month ago, Facebook was developing Instagram for kids. So it's like they were not, they had no interest in, like, they were saying like, oh, you, you, it's up to you to restrict us. Not, they just didn't want to actually make, take a stand as a corporation. Right. No, I understand that. And yeah, there's a reason they, they, they can't. Sure they can. No. With the, okay. I think they can too, but my understanding is that uh, I mean, if they, they do. They stopped. Sued. They stopped developing Instagram for kids because of public sentiment, not because of any governmental like um, pressure on them. It was purely public image, and part of that public image rehabilitation was that they renamed themselves Meta. And I'm like, oh, we're focusing on young people now instead of old, you know. Uh, parents, you know, podcasters, podcasters who talk about things they don't know about and pretend that they know <laughs> the law when they really don't. And and they're like, oh, we're just going to go for these dumb, <laughs> these dumb kids who just like w want to click things. There might be something to what John said, which, of course, when it, when you first hear it, it sounds like absolute batshit craziness. But the more it settles in, because that's true of most things I say. Yeah. Facebook yeah, yeah. is uh, the biggest social media platform. They have 3 billion users and they're slowly dying because the John Sylvains of the world, the decrepit, the people who know what a Sears is, maybe even know what a Lechmere's is, regional, oh, yeah. regional I reference, remember Lechmere's. Uh, are stuck on Facebook. But young people. Jordan Mash. Yeah. Sorry. Filing space, but young people are not, are not adopting the platform, and they don't offer anything. They just need 
bodies. Like they're, they don't sell widgets. They yeah. don't move cars. They need the old people who will die off soon, hopefully of COVID because they didn't get vaccinated and they need new people. And the new people are going to TikTok, which I find fascinating that is not in the conversation at all. And, and I've talked to a developer about this. He's like, do not download the app. It is fucking spyware designed by the Chinese government. Like it, it does shit that you cannot believe because he reverse engineers apps for third parties to build apps that sit on top of the Instagrams and Facebooks and TikToks. And even when Trump was going to shut it down, I was like, okay, yeah, maybe that's a good thing because it's a Chinese company that is it, it captured the young people of America to just sit on their phones all day long. Yes, they look at stupid videos and challenges and try and flip this fucking water bottle upside down and have it land this way. But it's also tracking everything they say, everything they do, everywhere they go. And I'm not one of these like crazy conspiracy guys, but that's going to our, our economic rival. And no one is saying anything. But Facebook, born and raised in America, well, made but, here. But I would say that Facebook is a nation unto itself. You know, they yes. Well, well when I asked you the, the the King Christus method, what would you do? You would act like a government and regulate them like cigarettes. But I think they're way bigger than the cigarette no, of industry. Course, but we but we could at least protect the people here. We can't affect what they do in other countries, but. You know, I would declare war on Facebook and I would start bombing the servers. Right, right. Bomb Palo Alto. Uh, just Burn that place to the ground. My Turn it into glass. Uh, you know. And we'll get them out. We'll get out the good people. All right. Well, no, Yeah, no. it'll be like uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. And my parents. Um, but yeah, I don't think that um, that Facebook is any different. You know, they they just today said that they were going to purge all the facial recognition data that they have and I don't think it, there's any nobility behind that. I think it's really just about face saving and and company, you know, rehabilitation than it is uh, anything else. And now they're going to be going into AR, the whatever, and VR and all that stuff. And they're going to be collecting tons of data based on what people do in, in AR and VR. And they can capture all that because they own the hardware that people are going going to use when they I when they access the metaverse. I, can I just say that I, I, I can't I think that uh, the announcement um, was one of the dumbest PR moves I've ever seen. Basically saying right at the right, basically like in between um, the whistleblower testifying in England, um, uh, Zuckerberg comes on and says, we're changing our name because we're all about the future. We're all about people talking. And look at these things that you're and basically uh, saying in the future, in the near future, you're going to we're all going to be doing everything in a virtual environment. And that's what we're going to be doing. And it's like, wow, if you had just rolled out really good products that attracted people, then people would have just done it without noticing. But now you call attention to the fact that, oh, we're creating. It's Facebook. Remember your your friends who you hate, and remember me, the pasty faced weirdo who's uh, you know barely human and uh, and lies to Congress all the time. Oh, I I'm thought here you were to tell you. Yourself. Sorry. What? Sorry, I thought you were talking about yourself. You. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I was just playing catch up. Marty, if you're going to interrupt me and insult me, at least try and be funny. Okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. My bad. That's too, uh, a hill, uh, a bridge too far. <laughs> it's me. a metaphor too far for Steve. Yeah, I'm. It's been a long day. 
right. Yeah, I, I like. I, I really think that they are an enemy of the people. Like I, I'm, and I, and I'm a capitalist, and I'm not a bleeding heart liberal, but they have grown to the size of a nation. They have too much power, and I know Liz Warren in her out of breath. You know, we we got we need to regulate them like. Oh God, I want to fuck her. Um, God, I wish she had been president. Fucking Joe Biden sucks. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. 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 I, I don't think it can I agree go with everything the, you just said. I don't think it can go through like the sort of conventional regulate regulatory. All right. Well, we're going to need to open up those servers there because it's a bunch of, you know, pencil pushers from D.C. who need to look at what you're doing. And no one understands what they're doing except for Palo Alto to Tesla driving billionaires like it's they're working on a, a level so much more complex than our sort of analog government can deal with. And I, I just. Just start bombing them. Just pull some ships up <laughs> out by Alcatraz and just fire some missiles at the servers or wherever wherever Facebook servers are and shut them down. And then, you know, from the from the uh, decapitate and do business with whoever survives, as they said in Sopranos, like break them up. And WhatsApp is important and give that to somebody, some investor, give that to Warren Buffett. And Facebook needs to just, you know, not not be broken up by the government, but but literally like has to be like bombed into submission. You know, ironically, the internet was designed from the very beginning to survive a nuclear attack. Yeah, but Facebook goes down. Like they went down. Like they can be, they can be hacked. Yeah. No. And, 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 and when that went down that day, like the news went nuts over that. And mm-hmm. I was thinking when I was watching that. Um, a documentary about the January 6th burning man for old white guys. I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't like to call it insurrection, but that's like, what burning if, man is. Oh, right. Burning. Well, East coast burning man, <laughs> cold burning man. <laughs> when they tried to take the Capitol, and I was like, guys, can anyone learn to code and just hack into Amazon, shut it down for a day, and the government would just come to its knees and say, like, whatever you want, we'll install whatever president you want. Like, I need my shit. It's, <laughs> I, I ordered those fucking, that coffee bean, uh, you know, filter. It's stuck in fucking wherever in Amazon land. Shut the government, you know, there's a very easy way to shut us down, and that is turn off Amazon and or turn off Facebook. It's weird that there's a switch outside of Amazon's headquarters in Redmond, Washington, that is just says on and off, and nobody in case of emergency break glass and yeah. you pull a little thing. And there are no guards around it. And I was like, why doesn't anybody else do it? Like it's lack of forethought. I was gonna do it just as soon as I got those new socks delivered, and then I was gonna <laughs> yeah. Shut I'm it just down. waiting one on a couple of things, late. and then I'm bringing them down. And one time yeah. they've been late with a delivery. Oh. But can you imagine uh, on January 6th that they're like, great, a bunch of coders in the back when Trump says, we got to fight like hell, and they just turn off the internet. I would go give him, make him king for the rest of my life. I don't care. I need my Amazon. I would, yeah. Like, that's the thing. Amazon makes my life easier. You know, Google makes my life easier. Facebook just makes my life sad. And, uh, and yeah, I'm I'm not. I don't, I don't use it. I'm. And it's not like I'm better. I think I'm better than anyone. I just think it is. No, no, you do, though. Wait, I'm right, sorry. Right. Let me yeah, check. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm better than you people. Yeah. 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 And he. No, I just. No, you John. think you're better than other people. 
But I, my wife, I hate them. She's worked with them internally. She's like, they're awful. They're a bad company. They make a really shitty product. When I look at Facebook, I'm like, ugh, looks like 2006. It's horrible. It's a shitty product. TikTok is way better. Instagram, which I know they own, but they didn't create way better. And I say, well, fucking cancel it. She's like, I can't. They have these groups. It helps me find free stuff in the neighborhood. It's called never pay. I'm like, I don't want to hear about your fucking groups. Because fucking Craigslist has been around forever. And, and that's door. how I find, that's how I get rid of shit. I just put it on free. And some dude in a truck picks up whatever I list. Like, hey, there's a broken chair. Cannot be fixed. It, it hurts to sit in. And I put it outside. I type five minutes free. later. Five minutes later, like, Jesus Christ. Was that guy just cruising around my neighborhood? Like, so he, all the things that Facebook does, you can get elsewhere on the internet. So I, I don't buy her like, I can't get rid of it. I need it. Like, just fucking get rid of it. And then once a year, there's a fucking hashtag like delete Facebook. And then, you know, some celebrity I mean, deletes you did it. it. You did it so much longer, you know, earlier than anybody else. No, like, I'm, I'm not know. tooting my own horn. I'm just saying they're too powerful. They need to be not just broken up by the government. Mark Zuckerberg needs to be murdered. By he needs to be hanged. Okay, wait, wait, wait. That is Steven Kruger speaking. I don't have a he Facebook listens. account. He, can't. he listens to everything. <laughs> not mur- not murdered like illegally. He needs like the electric chair. Oh yeah, we take Lincoln, we remove him from that chair, and we make an electric chair, and we electrocute and kill to the to the death. That chair to the death. I'm sorry. The chair. The chair is very very large. Well, it'll be even. It'll it'll even. It'll make him look even smaller in death. He's this little guy on this giant chair that mm-hmm. we've somehow hooked up to uh, an electrical grid. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Yeah, I that like feels it like too. that feels like the beginning of a dystopian movie. No, that, I think that's great. We get rid of take Lincoln off that uh, Lincoln Memorial and uh, turn it into a, a death chamber where we electrocute people. And sometimes because the chair is so big. We electrocute whole groups of people at, at a time. Everybody, everybody, buckle up! We're gonna we're gonna mass execute the entire Facebook marketing department all at yeah. once. Yeah, and then that Lincoln, that sitting Lincoln, kind of like what they did with the space shuttle, he just goes on a tour of America. Yeah, we just put him, we just put him on a, a couple of eighteen wheelers, just drag him through the whole country. And what okay. we'll do is we'll set it up so that that chair it operates at such high power that people are killed, and then they're liquidated, they're liquefied. And they run, they run down the stairs into the reflecting, now, pool. into the reflecting pool. Steve, exactly. Aside Steve. from electrocuting people in, at the Lincoln Memorial, uh, the Facebook marketing staff, how would you, what would, what, what is your solution for? Yeah. Cressus King. Cretius. Yeah. God, guys. Yeah, oh, history. yeah. Come on, King Cronut. Uh, aside from my joke idea, which is bomb Facebook into the into yeah, the Stone yeah. Age, that's why I said like earlier, yeah. like aside from that, yeah, yeah I, aside I, I'm from just, that, I'm just stalling because I don't have real ideas. I just have joke ideas. But no, you okay. have I, we'll go ahead ideas. and stall for a minute. I know. I would um, think I, I, I would I would find some way to tax the shit out of Facebook. I, I, they're they're never going away. They're your uncles yeah, that, and that's aunts. True. That's true. But I would tax them, and I would I would create whole school universities educational programs that that create new tech moguls that will take him on because the only thing that's going to bring down facebook is a better facebook it's like a morally yeah vibrant forward thinking like great 
I love what Facebook did, but I just don't want to have my aunts and uncles screaming about vaccines. Like I want to make it more like this. And the only way to fight Mark Zuckerberg is with another Mark Zuckerberg and not a Nancy Pelosi who I think what does not know about, how to code. What you're thinking about is truth social. The fuck is that? That is Donald Trump's that new an- uh, so- social media platform. Oh, I thought it was the anti-smoking thing. No, no. TruthSocial.com. Everybody go there and sign up. Uh, yeah, because that, that is where that is where true competition will come into play. And, and um, yeah, freedom of information will flourish. So you're welcome, America. Thank you, Donald Trump. It's just too hard with digital. Like once you tell a, an 18-year-old, oh, you have to be 21 to be on Facebook, they'll find a way around it. Like I found a way around the drinking laws when I was 18. It's just too easy, you know? Like I, yeah. I think, I don't know, come create, a, uh, create an anti-Zuckerberg. You know, Standard Oil went away. They broke it up and they turned it into seven companies. AT&T is a shadow of its former self used to be a monopoly. I mean, I, I think breaking up uh, Facebook is a really good idea because they basically what they've, they've done is they, they pursued a policy of buying up every viable um, social media network that they could. They couldn't, they couldn't buy Snapchat and they couldn't buy TikTok, but they bought everything else. They bought Instagram, they bought WhatsApp. Well, but AT&T broke up into 30 different companies and now there are four companies out there you know yeah Verizon, but they're still competing with each other yeah i mean and but, they're and, all irrelevant because technology has moved on and changed but you well, know for but, a while but, but there was a lot of competition but and but actually they, they're still relevant everybody needs a cell phone and they're flourishing all those companies are doing very well like, yeah okay i mean not very. so what is your point no so I'm, that was a bad idea to break up at&t because um 50 years later we're in a completely well, the same situation they, they except reconsolidated it's and i don't know if I, I think that, that there is a that there is an effort now to the, there's not the same will to break up corporations now that there was in the like early 80s or whenever it was. Well, I can tell you, I think Facebook is a lot more destructive and, and deserving of being broken up than anything that has been broken up since Standard Oil. Fair enough. What about Amazon? I need my stuff. No. Yeah, don't fuck with Amazon. No, 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 I need no, that. No, I need. No, no. I, I don't know how to buy stuff anymore. And yeah. don't fuck with Waze either. Like I, I don't know how to get anywhere. I need Waze. Yeah, like uh, Amazon provides a service, and Facebook doesn't really yeah. provide a service. It's like an entertainment. All right, let's product. move on. Let's move on. We're, okay, they're, so, they're, we're gonna dip into the mail sack. Mail sack. Mail sack. I wanna get my hands in that mail sack. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that was great. So we've decided that the Ramones suck. The no, 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 great, and Facebook is evil. And now we go on to the wait, wait, wait. If if you just, I gotta say, I say something. This is breaking news. Boston elected an Asian American woman mayor. Cool. Her name is Patrick O'Flanahy right. O'Sullivan O'Reilly. Yep. Yeah. But she, he identifies as, as an, an Asian, Asian woman. woman. Yeah, and that's you got to respect that. You cannot, you cannot deny that because that is her oh truth. Oh my God, that's hilarious. That's uh, Boston. It's her nutshell. truth. Yeah. It's her Boston truth. 
Um, <laughs> Steve Owens writes in and says, Hi, guys. Last Hi. week you were talking about Cougar running into a famous person over and over again. Who was that again? It was the lead singer of Death Eagle Metal oh, de- yeah, yeah. Monster uh, Guy. Eagles of Death Metal. Eagles of Death Metal, yeah. That's the worst name for band ever. Oh, uh, shut up. They're a good band. No, name a worse band name. Queen. No, that's a good name. I like Queen. Uh, what's up? What's up? That's a great they all name. suck. All ba- all band names suck. No, you can't uh, think of a worse name than Eagles of Death Metal. I mean, it's it's a tells a story. Yep. It's something. Yep, I'm, I've got oh, no it's problem. A good story. It. No, it's a terrible, it's a terrible name. Red. I, I've okay, never... here's a, here's a terrible band name. Red the Knack. Oh. Um. Yeah. I I, I think that's better than. Here's Eagles a terrible band name. The Jay Giles Band. No, wait, wait, that's a terrible that, who's band. In that band? Yeah, it's, it's certainly better than Eagles of Death Metal. <laughs> Peter Wolf, he's ah. in the Jay Giles Band. What? Hoobastank? Is magic, the... Magic Dick. Hoobastank? Mm-hmm. What about that? It's a pretty Hoobastank? bad band name. That's that's pretty bad. That's a band I don't really want to see. All right, here's a really bad band name because I heard it as I was walking into SoFi Stadium to see the Chargers play the New England Patriots. Alien Ant Farm. Oh. Mm. So clever in your garage. And then, yeah, they're playing that crap. Yeah. I mean, they, that that's the thing. Like band names, like company names. Yahoo is a terrible company name, but Google's a terrible company name, but it, it worked. The Who? Google, not a good no. name. That's pretty stupid. Maroon 5. Mm. I mean, on down the line. Like, it's not. Maroon worth 5 it. is terrible, but Eagles of Death Metal is really the worst of anything that. And uh, honestly, I did Except because I'm such a bad Uber speller. Uber is a good name for uh, some kind of physical problem or a like strain a, of pot. Oh yeah, that's true. Is that what it is? No, it's Originally? a band. It's a band. It's a band. Okay. Yep. I think Nickelback, terrible band. Pretty good name. Why? What does it mean? Well, t- uh, truly, it, the lead singer was worked at a coffee shop, and coffees were ninety five cents, and he would give everyone a Nickelback. Oh, so fuck came up you. with that. You're kidding me. That's terrible. <laughs> that's you. absolutely true. But I, I, I but I just like as a word, just to say Nickelback, like that's a pretty. Fun word yeah, to say. Sure. I do not like the band. I don't like them. Isn't there in football a nickel package as well as yes. various backs? And what tailbacks and right backs and I'll be, I'll be right mm, back. There, yeah, there's a lot of racist terms in football that I'm feeling really Really? There, there was a term they they kept talking about. I'm like, I wish I wish they wouldn't say that. That's just it was something it was some kind of route, but they had a word in front of it, and I was like, Don't don't say that. Just come up with something new. Uh, Tyson, went the to, back. Tyson went to school with the drummer from Hoobastank. Said he was a nice oh. guy. Uh, there's a band called Diarrhea Planet that I'm a fan of. They're they're yeah. really good from oh. Nashville. Leonard Skinner. They named their band after a teacher at their high school. The uh, Dead Kennedys is a good band name. Yeah, yeah that's for a good sure. That's a that's that's how you do it. Fascination yeah. Street Podcast. Great. Podcast. That's a terrible name. That's a, what, what a name garbage name. Podcast a name. name. I'm, I'm fascinated by people, so I interview them. I'm so I'm traveling down Fascination Street. Join me, won't you? Uh, spot on. Spot on. I, didn't, I did not know you did impressions, Steve. Very good. Uh, he says, last week you guys were talking about Kruger running into a famous person over and over again. The lead singer of whatever, the front man of Eagles of Death Metal. Yeah, that's a good band name. For let's me. Just, let's, do the bit, let's do the bit all over again. Steve, what Steve just... said is, for me, it's Cheryl Ladd. I run into her all the Woo! time. The grocery Cheryl store, the band, Ladd, literally walking me. down the sidewalk. This is in Texas. She's from California. 
Oh, but she's Cheryl Ladd. She's a tax exile. Yeah, tax exile. I've got a fifty-six-year-old uh, so, boner. boner right now. Oh, geez. Oof. That's like it's like a whatever. Hold on, get some talc. <laughs> a gummy worm that's been in the microwave. <laughs> no, it's a, it's the same as it was before. It's just, it, there's no difference. That's what the yeah. Anyway, it still going. is a gummy worm that's been in the microwave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, um, yeah, so her Yuck. father was Alan Ladd, is that right? Am I wrong? Alan Ladd? I don't know. I'm not sure. Let's find out. Um, okay. Well, yeah. what about, just read the mail. I'll, I'll look it up. No, that's it. That's it. Oh, oh. So okay. Cheryl Ladd lives in uh, San Antonio? Uh, I guess so. Oh, she was Who's not, that? she was He's... not, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. She has nothing to do with, with uh, Alan Ladd. No, she. Um... Oh, by the way, I'm not recording this. Okay, she's from South Dakota, and she settled in Los Angeles in 1970. And same. There, there you go. Oh, so she married the son of Alan Ladd. There you go. Uh, there you go. All right. And who's Alan Ladd? I don't know. He, what, I don't... he ran um, one of the studios. He, um, he ran Fox. He ran. Okay, there you go. He cool. ran Fox. He he was. Uh, he's the guy who said yes to Star Wars. Oh, cool! But but Thank no you, to Star Wars merchandising. Like, right? Who's he said buy that. No, you you can have the rights to the sequels. Sequels, what? sure. Whatever. Yeah. Oh, there's gonna be another one. Oh yeah, like you're oh, gonna make luck. another. Sure, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Dork. Yep. So, good job. Alan. So she's married to the son of a fucking idiot. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Cool. The son of a fucking idiot. But she is hot. She's not married to him anymore. I don't know. I don't know. But I'm looking it up. But and also, why is she famous again? Is she a model? She's on Charlie's Angels. Yeah, I never watched she was it. gorgeous. She is gorgeous. Uh, so, what about you, John? Are there any celebrities in your neighborhood that you keep running into? No, we talked about this. No, I I, I don't walk around my. I mean, I walk around my neighborhood, but it's not like I'm walking around neighborhood. Okay. So. I don't see any. Are there any celebrities that you keep running into that you're like, why is that happening? I don't keep running into anybody. I don't. I don't leave my house. All right. Clearly, so, we're doing this remotely. Yeah, we're doing this remotely because I'm afraid of people. Okay. Let's see. Was there ever anybody who was kind of famous who hung around in my uh, world? No. John Hamm. John Hamm. Well, I've, I've done theater with lots of famous people. Who became famous later? Who's the most but, famous? Well, probably, probably Paul Giamatti, who, or John Hamm, uh-huh. or now Brendan Hunt. Oh yeah, Gilda Radner. Gil, yeah, I did. I did theater with Gilda Radner. John Barrymore. I taught her everything she knew. Snows. <laughs> Rudolph Valentino. Yeah, I was. Mar- uh, Sam, have you ever heard of Sarah Bernhardt? Uh-huh. Uh huh. Hmm. Uh, no, no, yeah. She was apropos of, of absolutely nothing, but it, you just reminded me of a documentary I watched, which has a terrible title, so I cannot remember it. But it is a bunch of words. Was, it, was the title "Eagles of Death Metal"? It was the title was "John Sylvain Loves Eagles of Death Metal." <laughs> it was like wasted, drunk, something, and dead, and uh-huh. it's the history of the National Lampoon, mm. which I did not know, mm-hmm. and. It's on Amazon Prime, and it was really, really interesting. Really? Yes. Okay. Uh, if you, if you don't know the National Lampoon, National that Lampoon. was that was born out of the Harvard Lampoon, which is where mm-hmm. unfunny comedy writers go to 
uh, feel good about themselves and they put out a magazine and then some the story in the documentary tells about how they're like oh well we could actually make this into a thing yeah and it, beca- and it became a magazine and then a book and then it was a live like review in new york and i think toronto and it was basically the first cast of saturday night live it was yeah. dan Aykroyd. No, no, not Dan Aykroyd, uh, Bill Murray, John Belushi, Gilda Radner, a couple other people. And the guy that was running the National Lampoon was approached by NBC, who was like, we want to do a satire Saturday night thing, you know, and he's like, I'm fucking so busy. I got this going on. I got a touring company of a thing. We got albums. We got this and that. And Lauren Michaels was the next call. And he's like, great. I'm going to take all these people from the National Lampoon and just slide. Like they took writers and performers and they made Saturday Night Live out of the National Lampoon. And then the National Lampoon went on to make a couple of kind of didn't really. A couple of good movies and a lot of bad ones. A lot of bad movies and Animal Houses. Animal Houses. Vacation. Um, But it's just, it was really interesting to watch if you like comedy and you want to know mm-hmm. a the shit that the lampoon was doing back then you could not do today like it is fucking dark and twisted and politically incorrect in a comedic way like i'm very smart like oh wow well they are really using some nazi imagery in that visual <laughs> whoa my, but, my parents used to have a bunch of their um you know, bound books or whatever, and I would sneak in and read them, and it just felt so subversive because it's very subversive, very, very, very shocking, f- very shocking, very funny, and of course now is completely dead, and is it's like no I, I'm not, a, I'm definitely anymore. not a person that likes looking back and going, ooh, let me let me learn about the Lampoon because I used to love the Lampoon, but it was a really well done documentary so is there whatever room, the book is there room for subversion anymore do we is that a thing can we do that yes where where does it occur right now i'm doing it right podcast now to you. right right on this podcast we are the right now the birth of subversion i'm, I'm subverting you, you so uh just i just have to say that um cheryl lad's first film role <laughs> Was in a movie. She was called. a thirty six D. She uh which no, got no. a little older. No, she was small. You fucking Chrome. Uh, <laughs> a real a good, good sucking titties. Yeah, yeah. Uh, more than a mouthful is wasted. So Chrome and Hot Leather is the name of her first feature. And it is an American action revenge film about Green Berets versus bikers that features uh Marvin Gaye in an acting role. Yes. I really want to see that. No. Yeah, no, I really want to see that too. Then she was in the Treasure of Jamaica Reef. Reef. These are all just classic movies. All right, I'm gonna. John, I gotta go. I gotta go watch. John is right filling now. his spank bank. John is going. He's getting the crock pot warmed up with some KY. He's gonna just. The wife's out of town, right? You're just gonna. No. Oh. Okay. I don't need, never mind. Yes. Anyway, the documentary is called Drunk, Stoned, Brilliant, Dead, colon, The Story of the National Lampoon. It has an interview with Chevy Chase where he almost shows emotion, which is pretty impressive. That's amazing. Um, it is a terrible title, but it's on Prime. And I was like, oh, yeah, I used to read Lampoon. 
that was sort of like one of my first comedy, you know, touchstones. And... One of my favorite funny books is uh, Board of the Rings. Uh, I don't know if it holds up because I read it. I read it like in high school. I yeah, they would do parodies of so funny, either magazines so or funny. books, and they would do that live. Was Harvard Lepp- that was a live Harvard Leopard. Yeah, they did a parody of Woodstock. That was what uh, John Belushi was in. I don't, it just some really like high titans of comedy came out of this weird. They're all smoking pot all day long in the office. They didn't know how to run a business. They were trying to, they're a bunch of nerds who couldn't get laid. I don't know. It's just, it's interesting. So if you're bored and you have an hour and 34 minutes, drunk, stone, brilliant, dead, the story of the National Lampoon. Oh, I thought you were going to say, listen to our podcast, but. Um... Okay, let's go to the. And of side. course, Henry Rollins is in in it the whole the whole way through. Oh wait, no, that's that punk documentary. Cheryl yeah. Ladd was also the singing singing voice of Melody on Josie and the Pussycats, the original animated series before she was on Joey's Angels. Wow. Yeah. All right, one more. Deposit. Really talented. One more and John, on a scale of one to ten, uh, what was her dumper? It's like a, a twelve. Oh wow. That's no, good. No. Like one of the, it's just on it, like maybe a 20. It's like one of the, my wife ever. gets so mad when I go, eh, I like your dumper. You're looking good. You, you're, you're fit. You know, nice dumper. She's like, don't call it a dumper. No, yeah. don't do that. That's fun. No, it's not okay to compliment somebody on their bum and then call it a dumper because then you're calling <laughs> attention to the, its primary purpose, which is not sexy. Most to, of the time, to, most to push people. little brown pellets out into a bowl of cold water. Is that what she, little brown? That's not healthy. They're, they're you got to get that, that checked. Well, <laughs> I, I, I request to see them afterward. Don't flush. I need to take a peek. Ooh. Does she? Does she uh, do letters like your dog does? No, 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 no. It's yeah, bar- not as talented. It's, it's barely an ellipsis. Well, Cheryl Ladd <laughs> has been doing the uh, Christmas TV movie circuit. So in the past three years, she's had three Christmas movies. Oh, yeah. And she's uh, she was in last year's A Christmas to Remember with Dean Cain. And um, for a Lifetime movie, I was shocked that she shows her tits. Uh, no, crazy. she does. No, no, she does. Go <laughs> really? Yeah. Look, Not only shows her. T- it's on Lifetime. I, I gotta. They go. bl- they blur it because you can't show what? nudity. Yeah. But I found it's it very okay. strange that Cheryl Ladd takes her top off. Mm-hmm. Shows her breast to Dean Kane and then grabs one of her breasts and puts her nipple in her mouth and sucks it. No, I thought this happen. is sh- this is fucking Lifetime. This oh, is a Christmas movie. Wait till you this, see what she does. Is, in, you're describing in my San- dream from last night. Yeah, this is not really. Wait happen. till you see what she does in Santa Paws Two: The Santa Pops. <laughs> it is. Uh, is that a porno? She Sounds masturbates like a porno. with a shower head in front of it's Dean Kane. It's a Kane, Christmas who's also movie a that is very passionate. Tom Wopat plays uh, Father Time, and he uh, goes to the bathroom on her feet. It's so strange that I'm watching Lifetime, and there's this these subversive Lifetime sexual acts. Lifetime is no longer the, It's not your father's Lifetime. No. That's Characters welcome. Epic. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone can watch Chrome and Hot Leather on Epics. And this episode, oh, fantastic. Yeah, this, this podcast brought to you by Epics. You can sign up for it on Prime Video Channels. Wait, is what's Epix? Epix is still around? Yeah. I've been waiting for that to go under for 30 years. 
Oh, you have a bet with someone over at the stars? It was just always just like, so there's HBO and there's Showtime and then there's Cinemax and then there's what? Epics? There's stars and then there's epics. Yeah. At a holiday party, do they at the stars and epics like make a bet every year? Like who's going to go first? You or me? What do you think? All the the good stuff in the world falls (laughs) through a, a sieve. And when the sieve is done, what's left over goes to epics. I kind of, I kind of got to see this creme and hot leather. It looks awesome. Yeah. There's a guy with a, a felt, um, a, a felt swastika, like, su- like w- Elmer's glued to his uh, motorcycle helmet. So, I mean, that's got to be worth something. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> so we got, it's uh, directed by Lee Frost. Let's see what else. He Wait, wait, John, you don't get epics on whatever cable package you still subscribe to. I'm pretty sure that they uh, give epics away. You don't watch Condor or is that Chapel a Wait or uh, War of the Worlds yeah. or Domina or Godfather of Harlem or Too Bridge and Tunnel or Pennyworth or yeah. Belgravia um, or Britannia or Berlin Station or Deep State Merc- or all those Shorty are tune in or as Perpetual Merc- Grace how to or Graves. How to you don't watch Google. shows? I've watched some of those shows. Okay, just, just because you use Google doesn't mean it's an interesting, interesting content, Steve. Uh, <laughs> okay, Glasshouse. Yeah, yeah, that's me. <laughs> we got any more stones? Uh, well, what about their docu-series, Icons, or Fiasco, gosh, or Laurel Canyon, or Helter Skelter, or Punk, wait, or Slow Burn, or Fall River, or By Whatever Means Necessary, or hey, Enslaved, hey, John, or Sex Life, or Unprotected Sets, beyond, or Elvis Goes There, boring, or The Grind, just, or boring, Eisenhower? Boring. Yeah, can I mute him, John? Yeah, absolutely. All right. What about the stand-up okay, specials? So, so, Nick Offerman up, and Megan Mullally, Summer up, of 69, colon, no apostrophe. Shut up. Shut up. All right. On the, uh, no, Michael uh, Elon no, Black. We're, we're, no, colon, uh, Michael expert. Elon Black. I don't know who that is. All right. Let's let's wrap this up because clearly we've hit the wall. <laughs> thanks to you, Steve. Oh, I had a rough day. I can't be funny. So I can't. I just have to speak. What about Tom Papa? Colon human mule. All right. Stop talking. <laughs> if you could see right now. Steve is both amused with himself and is petulantly like folding his arms. It is, uh, it is pretty much the definition of who Steve is. So self-amused and so annoyed by the rest of the world. Um, Steve, it's a tough shell to live in. I know, I know, and you do, you do as best you can. And I'm just I'm trying. Yeah, it's. Wait, Dennis Miller has a show on. Oh, okay, epics. there we go. Epics. Okay, All right, please. I'm, I'm ordering this. Okay. Uh, so, John, I, I have to. I, have to uh, I just have to read a, a one little section of the of the bio in in Wikipedia for the director of Chrome. What was it called? Chrome and uh, hard hard leather, le- hot le- leather. Le- hot leather. This After, is the Cheryl Ladd movie. Yeah, this is uh, the director's name was Lee Frost. Yeah. No, no, yeah. it's not. No. Yeah, it was. After the advent of hardcore pornographic films in the mid-70s and the subsequent decline in demand for softcore and sexploitation films, Frost's output would include producing and directing a handful of adult films. So that's who he was. Uh, well, if you look at it, at the, the stills from the movie, it really does look like a, a, 
like an early 70s gay porn um, um he made love camp seven chain gang okay. women all right we're, we're that, just that reading thing with two he made the thing with two heads oh uh, there you go but that's not the one with um with, rosie greer it is oh wow yeah. and, and uh um jennifer jason yeah. lee's dad uh jennifer jason lee ray milan no ray winston no ray gunn no nope. dr zhivago no nope. keep going Ray Romano. Jennifer Jason. Ray Lee. Romano. Wait. Janet Lee. Janet Lee. <laughs> Janet Lee's husband. This is the worst content ever. Well, it's not being recorded, so no, it's no, okay. it's okay. Yeah, you, you okay. forgot to press record. Uh, it's okay, John. Don't worry about it. This isn't going to go out. No. Um, her uh, Vic Morrow was uh, her. Oh, the one who was murdered. Yes, murdered. Uh, on Twilight Zone by a young Alec Baldwin on the set of Twilight Zone. <laughs> oh, Shit, too that's soon. terrible. Why would you? Oh, come on. Um, I'm sorry, John Landis. I mixed those two up. Yeah, yeah. I I overheard uh, a at work uh, a surprisingly ignorant person was talking about how uh, John Landis after uh, that accident on the Twilight Zone, um, he was everybody shunned him in Hollywood, which is the exact opposite of what actually. They shunned him by offering him other yeah. directing jobs that paid yeah, him ton, lots of money. Right. And, and after he murdered movies. an actor and yeah. two little children yeah. through his uh, negligence. Yeah. I mean, this yeah. wasn't like a low budget Western that Alec Baldwin was in because he's got 17 kids at age 83. Uh, John, this was like a big budget movie. This is a Spielberg produced movie. Yeah, yeah, it was. And then, John, I, I was wrong. It was Ray, Ray Milland. Uh, you were right. What? He's the father of who? I know. He, he was the second head in The Thing with Two Heads. Well, I, I knew that. I was just looking at the oh, okay. Wikipedia. That's yeah. how I knew it. I wasn't oh, okay. guessing. All right. But uh, have you ever seen the movie? I've seen, yeah. It is crazy. It is yeah, no, it doesn't crazy. make any sense at all. I, I Is that where a racist guy has a black dude's yeah. head sewn onto his body? Yep. And it switches from side to side, you know. So. Sure. There you go. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, Steve, well, what were you working on, on over the weekend? Uh, some uh, scintillating content for uh, an, uh, a giant telecom that I don't want to talk about. Oh, Verizon. Sure. Okay. And then, uh, um, John. Is it Epics? <laughs> it was Epics. I was working on a promo for Dennis Miller's new Epics comedy. Meh. I ain't saying that, Chachi. Meh. Obama. Meh. Chachi. That's what he does for 90 minutes. It's really tough to cut a promo it's out of that. It's pretty funny, though. It's pretty funny. Eh. Eh. I'm not saying, Chachi. Eh. So, I actually don't even remember what Dennis Miller sounds like. It's yeah, been I so think long. I, I, I felt it when you spoke. Uh, John, what, did you sh- what are you showing to your, your uh, classes right now? Uh, I showed uh, Coco. Oh. Good it's, movie. Uh, yeah, it's a very, very good movie. Never saw it. Well done. Yeah, you never saw it. Oh, jeez. Very good. All right, really and, great. Uh, I assume it's Pixar. Yeah. And what are you going to show next week? Next week, uh, Hidden Figures. Oh, it seems like it mm. comes up a lot. Um, well, I I show the same movies every semester. Right. So right, you know, right. we've been doing this. I've been doing this. Why do podcast new work? for like twenty five years? Exactly. Why right. do new? Why? I've already yes. written the quiz. Yeah. Oh, speaking of quizzes, um, when is you know it coming back? Uh, probably next week. 
All right. Very good. Yeah. Uh, Steve, do you have anything you want to plug? No. All right. Listen to Cassandra's podcast. She has to come here and deal with this toxic masculine energy. This uh, toxic, uh, let's just say energy. Let's yeah, not yeah, say masculine. Yeah, yeah. Let's not identify this as masculine. This is, if, if, if men had toxic. menopause, we would all be candidates. Uh, she works very hard with a very talented young woman named Erica. Whatever, Erica and they put out a podcast called Trashy Trashy Trashy, Trashy which is available on podcast platforms. I would love to be on it someday uh, on an actually produced funny podcast um oh I, you know what i think we're going through we're going through menopause yeah we're menopausing real fucking hard and i just i just want nilla wafers and chocolate pudding and i just want to watch svu is that wrong all right that sounds that, i'm i'm down with that and okay. uh and a jar of pickles is that is that a thing yeah they usually come in jars not bags or tins oh okay yeah uh, so I will prom- I will I will plug her podcast because uh, Subterra will never come out because Marty you cannot record uh, really? ever because he's really? so incredibly busy really writing whatever he does. You want me to do it instead? I, we'll, we'll talk about season three. We may we may have to move on to a, a actual pro. <laughs> uh, all right, so I'm going to be watching um, Chrome and Hot Leather this week, and I hope you all join me. Yeah, that's on. Which network is that on? Uh, well, I can get it on Prime Video. Okay, and I did. Uh, I did uh, record episode six this weekend, and I'll do no- episode seven this week, this upcoming weekend. So you'll have it all soon enough, Stevie. Great. What? He said great. great. Well, it didn't sound very encouraging. It didn't really motivate me to m- want to like do it. <sighs> Um, I hang up my, uh, motivation hat at about six 30. So it is nine 20. So I'm, I'm, I punched out. We will see you next <laughs> Tuesday. God damn it. <laughs> We're going to dip into the mail Libra. sack. <laughs> mail sack. Mail sack on. <laughs> train wreck. Train wreck. Hit the train wreck. Been a Smodco Internet Production. Sip only at Smodcast.com. <laughs>